0: Welcome. This is Alex, and I'm super.
1: And this is Dr. O, and I am Ninja Natural. He's naturally a ninja? That's right. When did he get this new status?
0: Why do you got to give him crap? Just let him roll with it, man.
1: Okay, man. He's Don't making deny, stuff up. Don't
0: justify. Those are the rules. Don't deny, justify. Who are you?
1: So I feel a demotion coming here. It <laughs> 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 could be. Okay, so I am a junkie. Yep. Let's face it. But I'm a doctor junkie. Get that straight. You are a doctor junkie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best kind. And wait, we've got to do this part. And we are... The Supernatural, Supernatural
1: Junkies. Junkies.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to Supernatural Junkies, we have a great episode. Today we have with us Dr. Kevin, just say hi quickly and that's it. Hi quickly. No more, good. And we also have the lovely Dr. Tony Ponsetti, he is here with us today, say hello
2: Tony. I am so glad that I'm lovely.
0: He is lovely. And we have the lovely and beautiful Beverly Kilmer here with us today yet again to school us. Say hello Bev.
3: Thank you for having me here one more time. It's such a pleasure, and we're going to talk about great things.
1: Well, yes. we are decided that we're going to now name her Q Ninja. Yeah, she's ninja the Q Ninja.
0: Q. Ooh, Ninja Q. The Ninja Q is here. Right. The
1: Ninja Q is here. The Supernatural
2: Ninja. Yes, <laughs> so, right. I guess well, so. we are going to do
0: uh, with Ninja Q a Q and A about Q and On. That's right. Q and A, Q and On.
3: That's right. Bring it on.
0: All right. So, uh, you know, because... So
1: tell us what happened in the last episode, sweetheart.
0: Oh, my gosh, Kevin. This is what happened in the last episode. All he does is interrupt. Does he not?
1: I've been placed on hiatus.
0: Oh, my gosh. So so we're just going to go through a little primer here, a primer of Q, because there was questions I felt like we talked about a little bit. We danced around them, but we didn't get a full answer. So since we have the ninja Q here, we have to ask her, what and who are Q Anon?
3: Well, Q itself has gotten a really bad rap because people don't know what it is, so they just make up their own stories to go with it. Mm-hmm. Q actually, as I mentioned in our previous episode, Q was actually started by John F Kennedy senior because he had been attempt there've been a lot of assassination attempts on his life. And so there was an operation, or uh, Operation Q, I guess you could call it, that was made up of 44 generals and special ops. He had been attempted, had assassination attempted on him so many times that this was a protection that the military knew he had. Mm. And um, that has come back to life in light of what our nation's in the middle of now. I don't know that it ever really went away because the queue today is made up of many more generals, special operatives, and uh, other people that have the ability to safeguard not only the president, but also move forward with military operations to get our country back to being sovereign. We've lost our sovereignty because of the cabal, the bankers, all of the things that we've been talking about that have basically taken our country from us. Yeah. And in order for us to be able to move forward, we've got to protect what we had. And that's where Q came from. Okay. After the election was stolen, it came out in in 2017 there started being what's called q drops and people think that's where it started but it had been in effect for years with investigations and operations to investigate the crimes against humanity and our nation it's ongoing it's been ongoing since that point the military has been extremely active in trying to bring our nation back to
0: its sovereignty you can see that too in some of if you watch uh, i think it was the day that biden was inaugurated uh, the military turned their back did you guys see that
1: yeah we've seen lots of weird stuff Yeah,
0: lots of weird stuff that's kind of hard to account for
1: presidential building just all kinds of air force a lot of really weird right so
0: it's i know like sometimes reading stuff about q or some of the things i found it's like that's so hard to reconcile but then you but and you're like is that true and then when you go to look for it you do see the is that what you mean by q drops that like little bits of it they're like oh little there is something there there is like that does align with something we saw (laughs) right
2: and it's good that not everybody believes in q because it allows q
1: to be underground yeah well, i think they're definitely get plenty of press on. oh yeah they do
0: yeah well and yeah a, but p- nobody believes it well <laughs> and a lot of the press is like we say fake information misinformation intentionally because when you look up q trying to find information there's so much crazy misinformation about there that it's it's and put out by tons of people And whenever I see that now I mean that's a cue right that's (laughs) a that's a cue to really look into it and say hmm why such an effort to
2: hide the drops
0: malign right Uh, this group yeah yeah yeah. and um, I know that Beverly has talked to us off air about a lot of this stuff so I'm hoping that not to um, be mysterious in what I'm saying because of what we've said it's hard for me to remember what we said on air so, for instance, like the the fake White House. Now, I know people are going to say, oh, that's not true. But I myself did a comparison between Trump, um, Biden, and um, Osama. <laughs> you know who I mean, Barack. Right. And I compared the pictures outside the Oval Office myself, because I was like so tired of people saying this, and the press room where they do, you know, it was okay, first off, If you do this, you will notice in Biden's, that mantle behind him, that fireplace mantle, is much tinier. It's much taller and thinner. Um, And there's no column. There's no marble column behind him. But if you look in the press for... Uh, Barack And for Trump, there's a giant marble column. There's also that mantle for the fireplace is huge. Why is that, folks? And they'll say, oh, we did construction. You changed an entire fireplace? I don't buy it. You took out a giant column? No, you did not. Then outside the Oval Office, they'll say, oh, there was all these changes. No. How did this giant tree disappear then? There's a giant tree behind Trump and Barack, but not Biden. Out the window, you mean? Yeah. No. It's no longer there. Um, it was
3: in the parking lot.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was there in the parking lot. So you can say these things, but if you look for yourself, and I'm telling you to do it because that's what I did to show for myself, because I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So there's all these. So please tell us about because there's so much misinformation. It's hard to know where and what Q is is in on or what they have information on. What these Q drops are.
3: Well as far as all of the fake white house fake news fake inauguration president fake president (laughs) all of those things i really can't elaborate on that however knowing eyes in other words all of us have seen all of the discrepancies the earlobe thing the right hand versus left hand leave that up to the people and everything that's not going to change our narrative in what we're where we're going and accomplishing. However, Q is still active. Q is an operation. It's a military operation. And one thing people need to know, and they say that a lot of people will claim that this is also part of the conspiracy. What is not a conspiracy is that we were a for-profit corporation that our government was stolen from us and handed back to the British on the silver platter. Mm. All of those things are not up for discussion. It's it's registered, it's in the federal registry. You can look it up. You can look it up. However, Trump was recruited by the military because he had been so vetted and our military has a requirement according to our true constitution to protect our nation above all else. The uh, grounds around the United States of America, our country's borders, Mm -hmm. are under their protection and it is their job to protect the nation from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And that's what Q was all about. We were under siege, even Mm -hmm. back during um, President Kennedy, And, and that had to continue. But it took them so long to gather the information that they needed to actually break the cabal apart and destroy its ability to maintain its control over our nation. And the ways that it had to be done was so succinctly, it took an entire, what has it been? Three decades, four decades, maybe even five decades Mm -hmm. of working to find all of the answers, gather all of the information, which will be coming forward soon. And it's all analog. All of the information they've gathered through the decades of work on this, it's analog. It cannot be disputed because it is recorded, and cannot be digitized in any way, shape, or form. All of that is available. That's part of our military operation protecting our nation, which is what they were charged to do. Trump, moving forward to the beginning of the Q movement that the public is aware of, that began when the election, and it began in earnest when the election was supposedly stolen. But what people need to understand is our military was set up monitoring every vote that took place in that election. And there were watermarks. And as I understand, there was a little digital component put in those watermarks so that every ballot could be traced. And when the election was over with, General Mike Berger went to the President Trump and said, Mr. President, we now have identified every legitimate legal ballot and vote. You won by a landslide, but we've got to talk. President Trump's response to him was, okay, let's do this, go get General Milley. And he said, Mr. President, we can't do that. He's complicit in this. So it was at the very top in the operation that was to destroy our country, the final blow, because the cabal's movement to become the world leader or to control the whole world, the one world order that Bush was always talking about, Mm -hmm. was to actually be completed by the end of Hillary Clinton's term they would have had everything they needed had she been elected
1: well, we certainly believe that could have mm. certainly be a possibility of that what would have happened you know you start to think through this and of course you know the minute you bring up Trump you're bringing up one of the most controversial figures um but at the same time um you know it could be for me you know good cop bad cop we saw Obama take us as far the one way, right? And we saw Trump, you know, in some ways polarize the left as well. But you certainly see that uh, some of the things that he did when he was in as a president, you know, that went extremely well. I mean, it was just shocking at how many amazing things that he was accomplished. And then with the COVID narrative, you know, that's where we struggle again because most of those decisions, you know, again hindsight's 2020. But those are those are all things that, you know, Going along with that narrative, that narrative is what the ball, cabal was really using to destroy the whole world and bring us, again, as the Bible has really said, the pandemic is the most obvious way this cabal was going to take over as long as the vaccine narrative has been in the world. It just became the most obvious choice. So these are all you know, parts of it. But what would you say about, um, you know, how how much a part of, of Q do you think Trump really is?
3: I have no way of knowing the answer to that particular question. I And I'm going to speak just from my feelings and my research on him and the actions that he's taken place since he came on... Um, uh, in front of us on the narrative, I believe that he loves this country more than he loves anything. He has literally sacrificed everything to do the things that he has done, put his family at risk. From, and there, I don't think anyone knows the number of attempts that have been on his life, but he has been the most uh, president to ever go through the number of attempts that he's had as recently as just a few weeks ago. Mm. It hasn't stopped. His son has actually even been pulled into very, very scary and risky situations.
0: Mm. Uh, Well, I was just listening to an interview with him the other day, and they were asking uh, what would be different about his new run for president and he was saying that you know and they were like well will we see a different side of um president trump they're like because the person who was interviewing was like look i know you and i know that the person that the press you know when in the interviews and things you were saying he's like i know that that's not the real you and he was very honest and he said you know it's because i was under constant attack he's like it was constant and pervasive and he's like and he's like you will see a different side of me if that no longer continues to happen he's like but if i'm continually go they're going for me going after me trying to get me trying to attack me he's like i have to defend myself and it you know those saying what little bit i was allowed to say and to everyone was that was his only defense that's all he could really do
3: well you know one thing that came up actually just a week or so in conversation about him and how in your face he is in fact you alluded to it and um if you stop and think about it our world is in a crisis Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we've got to wake people up sure if we if i say we if trump was not being in everybody's face and getting attention no media would be paying him Mm -hmm. an iota and he wouldn't be able to move any of this knowledge Right. of what has been taking place in our world mm-hmm. wide mm-hmm. it wouldn't get any attention he has got to be in your face slap it two or three mm-hmm. times smile and walk away in order to get anybody's I, I
0: attention agree. because that's the world we live in now yeah. it is. That is totally, you know,
1: the, the argument on the other I side agree. is just the idea of being presidential um you know you don't have to respond i mean these people can say whatever they want ah you're the president <laughs> being
3: presidential got us obama the mm-hmm. two bushes clinton almost another clinton
1: yeah. well i can see if you look a at the santos here a you know you have to say that you have to DeSantis, remember he's
0: been a part of the hollywood thing yeah.
1: he's definitely the dennis rodman of politicians right and you know, sure. I mean, this is what we're we're talking about. One Minus the, the dress, all time bad boys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and there's no way around that. And, you know, Donald Trump has, been, Trump has been a media darling. He's definitely been a one of the bad boys, and uh, so them flipping. Oh yeah, they're bored now. You know, mm-hmm. They have nothing uh, to talk about. They they're going do. broke. They yeah. do. They're so you bored. Know, and and the, he has met with evangelicals. There's no doubt about. It. I know. Um, I think James Dobson, which is certainly one of the best testimonies i get he felt like he's become a christian so we we see him we know that um you know we know he has a pastor you know and uh, so he has clearly had conversations that with with us He's the first one that came to um you know uh national day of prayer i believe and also one of the first ones that actually showed up on the right to life movement so, you know, you can see so many things that John Donald did that were clearly showing some faith on his part. Can he, I
3: jump in? I'm sorry, Tony. Oh, no, that's okay. Can I jump in here just for a second? You're talking about his stand on Right for Life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many of your listeners, because this is a Christian station, know Phyllis Schlafly. I don't...
0: No. Okay.
3: No. Phyllis Schlafly is the woman who more than anyone pushed for right of birth to our children mean, she was the guru and that she has had before she passed recently but she had the phyllis schlafly forum and he knew because of her following he had to have her support he went to her and talked to her asking what do i need to do i've respected you and whatever they had many meetings, and she said, "You have got to convince me that you will never waver on the pro-life issues." Right. And I mean, you cannot waver one iota. She he he told her, "You will never see me give in on that issue." He never has. Mm-hmm. But that cost her her family, because her family did not want her to endorse him. They wanted her to endorse ted cruz Mm -hmm. and it tore her family and her business apart before she passed away
1: another fact i like to bring out to people is that you know if you were to think about several evils in the world you know and sex trafficking would be my it's just darn close yeah and he tripled or quadrupled i believe his last year before covid the number of arrests so you can see there were many of things you know to go so, but to not get sidetracked on you know Donald well, Trump. Well, that
0: does tie in a little bit too, QAnon, because that you know I'm not sure because I don't know, but I've heard that one of their big uh, issues that they take issue with is obviously sex trafficking, sex trafficking, and they say that right. Tell me if I'm wrong here because I don't know um, that they believe that a lot of those politicians in control right now right now not always but that have a lot to do with what's going on are very very involved in in a lot of these elites blue bloods even in the sex trafficking of children
3: every one of them are complicit in it right from and i dare i say it but i'm going to um i hope y'all don't get hate messages from this from the vatican down has been involved in sex trafficking uh the adrenochrome which is a much deeper side of that but it's stealing the very souls of our children they have every one of them right down to every member of the illuminati family every member of the bilderberg groups uh the uh, council on foreign affairs all of those organizations are involved in one way or the other of human and sex trafficking. And if y'all remember, not to go back to Trump and blow in his horn, so to speak, but he came out of the gate stating,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I will make my administration yes. center front of ending human trafficking. Absolutely. And he never, and he ever wavered.
1: I think that last year he quadrupled the number of arrests.
3: And what announced. you probably, if you listen to the news now, the effects of what he laid in place then is still going on. Not a week goes by if there isn't something on the news about more and more of those rings being broken. And pay attention to Ukraine because what you see is not always what is. We
1: and then, definitely know that Ukraine has, you know, a, a tremendous amount of. Um, not just sex trafficking but that's where a lot of the you know child porn and all of that stuff is even coming from
3: let me give you a question whose property you think that's taking place on and under I don't know <laughs> I do okay the lady has the answer <laughs> can
0: I say it can I okay no. it's, gonna, it's gonna be controversial but there's a lot of tunnels underneath that White House and uh Okay, so you might think, oh my gosh, they just overstepped their bounds. But I am telling you right now, all you have to do is listen to other podcasts that talk about sex trafficking. And these weird cults, even from the 70s, that have sex trafficking cults, they talk about that. And they're not related to Q necessarily. So, I mean, all roads lead to Rome. And if that's Rome, it's crazy. The Finders cult, I was just listening to some stuff on that. They found the maps. There was a sex trafficking cult under the guise of something else but they found when they raided one of their warehouses the blueprints for all the tunnels underneath the white house and washington dc why would they have that
3: that actually came from jeffrey epstein
1: we'll see here if we go out now if you just look at the jeffrey epstein alone really? this alone proves about that. Yeah. the people that he knew the children that were involved Okay, his little sex island and all the people that went there, right? Now we do, of course, have that that testimony. One of the pilots saying that Trump also went there. So, long story short, you know, we don't know what to make of that, right? But right?
0: but the the stuff that they have on Trump, why don't they have photos of him? They have photos of all the other people that have been on the plane that mm-hmm. went to that island. They have photos that photos of them there. The
1: reality is that they were going to say that anyways, but. Go ahead, Beverly.
3: Okay, I want to actually debunk that the pilot and the plane Trump was on, it never went to the island. His plane was either under maintenance or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that pilot had actually said and reported that he took him somewhere else. Mm -hmm. His name was on a log, but it wasn't going to Epstein Island.
1: Well, and that's the thing. All you have to do is watch that documentary on Epstein. And the you know, B- go ahead.
2: One of the things that uh, that very few people talk about, but I know about, uh, was the fact that in every department of government, the de- Secretary of State, Commerce, all the departments, one of the first things that Trump did was he reinstituted the office of faith. Faith. The director of faith. Right under the director under the the uh, secretary of commerce director of faith nothing came through mm. those departments that didn't go through a faith person and i know some of those cuz donald trump asked us to bring the all pro pastors to bring 150 pastors to the white house to meet with those directors right okay not only once but multiple times some of the reasons i'm in in, in honduras now is because of that of those meetings and, and what he wanted to do with immigration how how to stop the trafficking of children right well I, there's
1: go ahead
3: I just want to say here this isn't a let's uh, build up Trump no segment, no segment but we do have to explain or share the facts that we know yeah. not what we think or we've mm-hmm. heard or whatever so that's why we're discussing these things because they go- come into play without with what is going on out there right now under the so-called biden administration right. those things are still in play and that should be all telling
0: well i heard something about um the biden's having some property somewhere where was that Ah. <laughs> uh, All right, this is in the
3: news all the time now, so it's perfectly okay to discuss it. I'm not sure how much it is uh, to discuss, but uh, Biden's own over 200 acres in the Ukraine, Hmm. and that's a money laundering operation. It has been for decades. It's a money laundering. It also is a portal for human trafficking. They have raided it, and they have found, unfortunately, and it saddens me so much, but they've found many, many dead babies. And the so-called war between Russia and the Ukraine that's going on now, they've rescued over 35,000 children mm. from underneath the properties of the Biden
0: so you Crime just, family. You, and I know this This sounds bombastic, but you just have to even just look at what Candace Owens had to say when the New York Times or the New York Post attacked her for um, saying something slightly critical of uh, the Ukraine during this, this time, this war with them. And uh, she only points out, she then goes on to say, I'm just paraphrasing, basically like, well, what parts of my story were untrue? because I was just quoting your stories that you had published previously, and then she goes to list all the stories that the New York Times um, came out criticizing the Ukraine, saying that they were the, one of the worst countries for um, communists and the way they treated their people. And she's like, I'm just listing all those things. What part of it don't you agree with your own writing? Right. Um, and so but now all of a sudden, you know, this you can't say anything against it right this suddenly they're the greatest place in the world and we're not saying they don't deserve what's happening to them those people that are innocent there's lots of collateral damage innocent lives that are being ruined they don't deserve that that's not what we're saying Mm -hmm. we're saying but just look at things a little more critically open your eyes to maybe something that you know is not popular opinion but just look in the news you can find it if you look it's all there so this is
1: also interesting but when i was talking with dr lee Merritt. She also said something about the crest of the Ukraine that it specifically brings out a particular bloodline like we were talking about on our last show. So that's another part of what's Hmm. what's really going on. All things
0: Uh. tie together. So
1: here's here's where I'm kind
3: of a family affair, wouldn't you say? Kind of curious.
1: Here's what I'm gonna say. Um, you know, I'm gonna show you that a lot of what we're talking about today that certainly is controversial. And some of it we can't fully verify, but we're going to show you that your Bible says that this is what evil people do.
0: Wait, aren't there tunnels underneath the Vatican as well?
1: That's what I was going to say. The little red oh. shoes you're talking
0: about? What? What red shoes? Those pretty, there's no place like home. Those? No? Oh, the Pope's red shoes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. I've, I've been wanting to talk about this so bad. All right. Yes. Tell us about that. The, all those tunnels underneath that the Vatican and... Uh, Hold on to your seatbelts. Okay. Here we go, folks. And
2: all the years that they covered up for all the priests.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and in some places, continue to do that. Just read some of the horror stories about those kids that have come out to talk about it later. It's awful. It's a shame. Um, And if you think like, oh, how could they say that about the Vatican? Just watch a little bit of the Medici's. It's a docudrama on Netflix. I'm involved in murder plots. And that's, you know, part documentary, part drama. But... (sighs) Pretty exhaustive. Yeah.
3: I had mentioned in a previous segment about President Trump when he was first elected, I believe it was in the summer of 2017, he announced that he was going to go on an international tour of the nations and meet with the leadership and everything. He pointed out to us very succinctly that this was not going to be an apologetic tour as some previous presidents had done he went to the vatican he had stacks of paperwork and information about the operation that was taking place through the vatican that had to do with the tunnels and Mm -hmm. the children he went in to the room with the pope and several others and he said i want you to Read through this. Take your time. Watch the CDs because, again, it is not digital. It cannot be altered in any way, shape, or form. Call me when you're done. I'll come back. And then we're going to discuss where we go from here. He started to walk out the door. He turned to the Pope and he said, Oh, and when I come back, you might want to be wearing those red shoes you're so fond of. And he left it at that. The red Mm -hmm. shoes, I will simply say, it's the most sadistic thing that you can possibly imagine. I want you to research what the red shoes Mm -hmm. are in this uh, sadistic movement. Mm -hmm. And you will find out. I'm not going to put it out there now because it hurts my heart to even think it, much less say it. But you need to know... Just how sadistic some of these things have been mm-hmm. and what is being done about it. But the tunnels underneath the Vatican, they're over or spreading out from the Vatican. There's over 15,000 miles of tunnels. Mm. Wow. Huge mm-hmm. tunnels of which they found the lost scrolls. And by the way, it, this stuff that I'm mentioning has been seized and will be made available to the public it's in the process of being indexed and prepared for all of us to have access to mm-hmm. but that will be available but the main thing there's the hidden books of the Bibles There's scrolls that no one has ever seen except for them and mm-hmm. things that you can't even imagine but I will say our world is in a better place right now because of that operation mm-hmm. that our leadership did back when he first became president and had the work of all of the military from years before building mm-hmm. up all of this evidence.
1: Mm-hmm. So as I you know, process some of this, I mean, this is a lot for people to take in, let's be honest yeah. with you. The second thing is, remember, whenever we talk about the Catholic Church, you know, we have to remember that we're not talking about everybody. Mm. No, um, absolutely, we're absolutely not. absolutely not. And that is not the case here. And I can also tell you, you know, I can quote at least three different Catholic priests that, you know, believe the Antichrist would one day actually be the Pope. Right. So, you know, they they also believed or knew that there was a possibility for corruption in their church. And that's true of every church. I know the highest Mason ever defected was Ed Decker. And he said that up to 30% Baptist ministers, well, you know, you would certainly think, well, they're one of the more conservative groups, but 30% of them are Masons, exactly. so you're starting to wow. realize, you know, and you think about the boards of our church, and how these boards really control our churches, so we have to remember that we're, we're not trying to single anybody out, and uh, the reality is, is that when you look at the, what really happened with the Catholic Church, and when England really broke away, and how, you know, we, we developed we talked about Francis Bacon but there really was a true power structure a war really between the Catholic Church and really the Illuminists really and uh, they were both trying to infiltrate each other and it's really hard to say who the heck won (laughs) to be honest with you And, and that goes backwards and forwards and even through the Jesuits so that's something that also Chris Pinto goes into quite a bit in some of his stuff so long story short here's what I want to tie your Bible tells you that there were evil people that worshiped evil gods and they drank children's blood. They they burned their children alive, okay? Uh, Acts 15, 20 says, but you should write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols and from sexual immorality and from what has been strangled <clears throat> and from blood. The Bible tells us that was part of pagan rituals was to drink the blood, okay, of people, okay, including children that were they sacrificed. Uh, Genesis nine four says, "You shall not eat flesh within when it's alive; that is its blood. You should not supposed to do that." And Leviticus eighteen twenty one says, "You shall not give any of your offerings to them to Moloch; know that you are profane the name of the Lord." It's being your offspring, not offerings. In uh, Second Chronicles twenty eight three, more He burned incense in the valley of Ben-Hedon, and burned his sons in fire according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord has driven out before the sons of Israel. Thirty one different examples in the Bible of them killing their children and sacrificing. And you think about love, what would love do? Okay? These people have to sacrifice everything that is love to burn a child. Right. Okay. And this was happening back in the biblical days. Right? And this means it could be happening now because that spirit of Antichrist hasn't changed. Right? He came to kill, steal, and, and, and destroy. And when you consider the narrative, okay, that is Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. and all the documentaries that have been done on that, and who has been friends, and all the pictures, and all the people that we knew to went to those islands, you have to consider that while some of this stuff is unverified, we absolutely know that this stuff is biblical, and that there's plenty of evidence that is happening in the world things that are really beyond imagination and the dark internet alone of the things that are being done is 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 too horrific for this podcast it really is and that's why so while we don't want to single anybody out if you're a christian you need to read your bible there is unspeakable evil in the world today and if you're not up on that if you're not open to the idea of this is who we're really fighting because this is what's going on in the world and we know that, especially the sex trafficking part too.
3: Can I add to that that I would like to encourage everyone who is a member of a denominational uh, religion and such as Presbyterian, Baptist, Methodist, whatever your denomination is, research what your religion stands for make sure that the very top matches your beliefs and what your bible tells you
1: amen we're only following jesus you right. know and like i said i can tell you uh, two or three catholic priests that i've had conversations with and uh, that i've never forgotten because they were that powerful i forget a lot of sermons let me tell you <laughs> but I I remember some of these guys so we we have to remember that uh, Satan wants to corrupt and that wherever there are people there will be sheep and there will be goats there will be wheat and there will be chaff that's what our Bible tells us so we can't be surprised if there are wheat and chaff in our country in our churches and certainly all around the world this is the reality of and it's always going to be that way, and it's something that we have to deal with. I
2: believe in Jesus Christ with all my heart, but I don't believe that most Christians are following Jesus. It's true. They're following the cricket in the pulpit.
1: Or the matrix. (laughs) (laughs) My God, my wife, she's shaking her head on that one. Revealing another one of my superpowers.
3: I had a conversation (laughs) with one of my pastors where I lived at one time and he would not discuss any of the our life's today life Mm. issues on the pulpit. He wouldn't address it. And I told him that, you know, Jesus went out into the world to save man. He didn't take man out into the world. That's right. To them. And and if you're not trying to bring children to god and to preach the word and the message from god and the bible then you're not doing your job you don't you don't deserve that check you may or may not be receiving but you don't deserve the glory of god if you're cheating him out of what you think he chose you to do
1: and he said suffer the little children to come Mm -hmm. unto him Mm -hmm. if jesus wants that what do you think satan wants he wants Mm -hmm. you to bring his children your children to him and that's what's happening folks that's literally what the Bible teaches. That's what Jesus was referring to. We were supposed to bring those children to Him, and this is why we are the parents, and that's why they are challenging us at every right. level. That's, that's right. why we did those two episodes. Right. That's why, because
0: it's profaning what is most innocent and what Jesus loves the most. That's right. right. The he most loved, innocent thing. Right. He loved the children. Unless he loves you them. become
1: as a little child, right? You cannot even inherit. So this is that thing. This is the thing that, that that's why Satan wants to take it. That's how powerful this really is. So going back to one of the things again, if you if you do the QAnon thing, they'll say that they believe that the Democratic Party has been taken over by sinister uh, intentions. Of course, we've kind of talked about some of this sex trafficking and uh, the tunnels idea and what they're doing to children.
3: I would say that there's no party that can lay claim to any of that. Right. My research shows me there are as many guilty Republicans as there are Democrats. And as far as I'm concerned, and I don't really get a lot of hate mail about this one, the party line has reached its end as far as I'm concerned. I think we need to elect the people who stand for our values, period. Right. Now, having said that, the QAnon, people want to know, well, what is QAnon? Who are they? What do they do? And and why are, are they getting such a bad or good rap? QAnons are simply patriots that love our country and are willing to put the time and the energy into researching what this so-called movement's about what is who's in charge and what can be done what can we as people do i hear that more than anything right what can i do don't just tell me the state of our nation or where we're at and all of those things i want to do something to save my country people who are truly patriotic have come to life more than ever people who truly believe in god and the bible jesus christ our lord god they want to do something more than ever and this movement is that answer because it's forcing them to research Mm -hmm. and that's why we know that we became a for-profit corporation owned by the british right i mean who
1: well that's certainly a nobody would tell uh, us that that's certainly a positive way of looking at it that this isn't a, a necessarily one party as the source. But you, you have to admit, I mean, it's pretty obvious for me. I've been an independent most of my life. And um, then I had to face the facts. I'm like, wait a minute, I, I haven't voted Democratic in a while. In fact, if you're in Florida, the last guy I voted against as a Republican was Charlie Crist. <laughs> <laughs> now, isn't that prophetic? <laughs> so you start to realize, you know, that when he ran, I, I, I mean, that's what happened. I was praying about it. And I just felt like this guy, Jim Davis, is a better man. And that's just the end of the story. And it turns out I was right. It doesn't mean I was going to be right, but it is that way. What I'm trying to say is it is very clear that the Democratic Party is being <clears throat> taken over by communists, right, if 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 not Nazis. It used to be socialists and really you can argue that the Republicans are not Republicans. They're just Democrats or socialists at best. And this is the slide that we have really seen. And so it really does feel like a good cop, bad cop routine that we are seeing on television. That's what it feels like to me. And uh, so I think, you know, that's where my wife, and I know she was mostly, repo- remember you were kind of voting mostly probably Democratic. And I remember talking yep. to her, I'm like, how is it, why can't I save a baby and a whale? This is a wrong, the whole system has got to be wrong if I I can't save babies and whales. Why do I have to choose? And I think that's a fundamental way to realize. But we have seen this happen and I think the reality is is that I'm not trying, same thing, I try not to to, to approach that subject either. Uh, We did have a pastor who was out trying to um, raise awareness for what's happening in the schools and he met with another pastor and that pastor told him that if jesus ran as a republican they would vote against him (laughs) now folks what does that mean that means that they would kill jesus today and that man was a pastor saying that Mm -hmm. so you can tell he's not a christian because a christian would be somebody that's following jesus who is the christ I mean, that is literally what's happening in the world today. So this is happening on both sides, and you can see them selling out everywhere. You know, I think that's why we all feel betrayed by both parties. You know, we really okay. do. So in that sense, going back to what's really important, you know, is, is a big one for us. You know, another thing they say is that QAnon is just information designed to divide us. So what would you say to that?
3: I would say if you do your research, there is no division there. You just, I mean, you've got good versus evil. Most of us acknowledge we're in a battle of good versus evil. So be conscientious, do your research. What Trump says, what Biden says, what their minions say, all of that take with a grain of salt until you find your own evidence, and determine yourself. Go to the Bible, Mm -hmm. because this is biblical. There's very Mm -hmm. little of it that is not covered in the Bible.
1: Yeah, at least in some form. You know, another thing I will say is this. You know, we say it, united we stand, divided we fall. There is nothing more divided than watching television. So you can't say that, that somehow QAnon is doing that. Everybody knows that America has never been more divided. We hate each other about whether they wear a mask or not. Okay, look at the vaccine. What did it do to us? It just goes on and on and on. And so they can't say that QAnon is the one that's doing that, right? But QAnon is calling, it is at least, you have to say, a patriot movement based upon love for this country. And there are a group of people called globalists who are trying to what? Create a one world government. And what's the biggest obstacle to a one world government? Truth truth, but specifically America. They can't have it unless they can what? Destroy us. So you have to understand that we really still are in a battle for the mind and hearts about even how to live our country, live our lives.
3: Okay. I would say, you know, back to your question about the division and whether or not QAnon is the big, great divider. I would ask people to go back to the leadership, if you will, of Obama. There's never been a period in our history that I'm aware of that was more divisive. That's when all of this, uh, you hate me because I may be gay, you hate me because I may be black, you may hate me because I've got less money. That was pounded for eight solid years
1: yeah and there's no doubt that obama really polarized the right there's no doubt and that's because of those those things you know and today we
2: have the office of homeland security instituting a division of truth
0: uh, you know because homeland security we're talking about in the united states is this not to fight any international anything this is for us to accuse other American citizens of whatever they feel like we've done whether it's um, argue with the school board you're a terrorist right, right. Um, you can report your neighbors to them for the smallest of infractions because you know we are now each other's enemies
2: yeah and yeah. It's, it slipped they slipped and said that they had already started it two months ago they started this department Wow. Now that's a that's a wow. criminal justice department. Uh-huh. Right? And now they're going to decide what you can say. We've we've just violated their laws.
3: Not only that, yeah. in what world are parents terrorists right. investigated by the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security? Because they're standing up for their children in the classroom. At a
0: school board meeting. So now you're a terrorist because you went there. They are
3: labeled terrorists because they're telling the school boards.
1: So what we need to call them is the Gestapo. That's right. Right, that's what they are. Or the KGB.
3: Yes. It's exactly what they are. And we will not stand for it.
1: Violators of the
2: Constitution of the United States on free speech.
0: So we, yeah, and we need to, you know, because we have a podcast. It is something that... They haven't been able to go after the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. I say yet because that's got how long to be coming were we on YouTube.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one week, let's, all it takes is somebody to call and say, "You know, they're not speaking you? the truth." Well, remember this now: when Jesus had a chance to pray, he said he prayed that we would be one, as he and his Father are one. Right. He didn't pray for unity; he prayed for oneness Oneness. right and let me give you an example of that you know I I got invited on a podcast and he just came right out and told me full disclosure we totally believe in a cabal but we think the cabal wrote the bible (laughs) and I go so you believe in a cabal and that means that they're evil and that they're trying to pull something off that we need to stand up to and I said, I can totally agree that we need to stand up to them. <laughs> and I will show you how your Bible tells you that. <laughs> and if you want to say that it's them telling us to stand up to them, that's
0: fine. But that's an Illuminati group. So it, it is yep. the Illuminati actually have one of their oldest tenets is that they believe and that's what they say. They started Christianity that's right. so because mm-hmm. it was to throw people off of something or to get them to believe it like, oh, it's a big joke. Um,
1: it's because it's, we know the future better than you, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's you start to see it's a backstory. But
0: the very contradiction—it's like the Bible is can be proven in the historical world. There's historicity that is truth that is out there and available for you to see that proves that the Bible is true. So explain that. Well, you remember, created this person. You created the Bible. It's ridiculous.
1: And Napoleon said, "Napoleon Dynamite." Man. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. No. He said, "I know men, and Jesus Christ was not a man." Right? And other famous people said that it takes more. It would take more than a Jesus to invent Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So you start to realize. Well, wait a minute. I understand the cabal, but you don't. It's the New Testament that gave us the person of Jesus, who was a historical figure that changed the world. So you know, these are these are pretty big mountains to climb. But you know, moving on. I know probably when I think about the struggles, when I ask people about you know different parts or people talk to me about qanon and stuff like that my biggest question is you know they believe that the military is in control so what are some of the things that would you could help us to believe to to maybe see that because i'm i struggle to see that
3: i'm going to tell you what i believe i believe and i've seen documentation that the corporation has been dissolved and no longer exist. I understand that the military voted as to who would be the chief uh, executive, I mean the commander in chief of the military. That's their job. And once they had all of the votes that were legitimate in front of them, they took a vote 80 to 20 that President Trump was their commander-in-chief he became and I believe they swore him in as the commander-in-chief which possibly gave us a uh, a dual presidency which is talked about a lot which means that Biden was supposedly the president of the corporation however the corporation this is something I want to get in here because it gives me great joy that if what I just said is the truth which I believe it to be then Biden Congress Kamala they were all sworn into a bankrupted defunct non-existent corporation that did not even have an address because that would make the White House not available to them and there's a lot of uh evidence out there that biden has never slept in the white house Mm -hmm. i don't stand guard so i don't know but supposedly that's the case if that's the case and i'm just throwing this out there for speculation but the possibility that all of the mandates all of the uh legislation that's been passed by this particular administration will become defunct and non-existent and voided at some point in the very near future. Oh, God. That's a scenario for you to research and go prove me wrong.
2: Can I, can I throw in something about a location?
3: Yes, you may.
2: No, absolutely not.
3: <laughs> oh, come on. Uh,
2: go, go take a look at what uh, <laughs> what was happening in Cuba. At a little spot in Cuba that we used to keep our, our our prisoners. You know what that place is, right? Gitmo. Yeah. If you go back, if you go back ten years and you take pictures of Gitmo and they're available,
1: is that Guantanamo Bay? Yeah,
2: yeah. And then you take pictures of what's been built there right now. You have to say why. Look at the pictures of ten years ago. Look oh. at the pictures of today. It's
0: Google Earth.
2: Mm-hmm. On, from Google Earth and then say why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then research from there
1: mm-hmm. Tony set. do we have time for that little story of yours about
0: Noriega
1: um, Noriega sure uh, we have. you got two
2: minutes I got two minutes well my brother Robert died of an overdose of heroin and I hated anybody that had anything to do with drugs and Hilda and I were living in Texas, and I saw Noriega brought in, in handcuffs, Look that, and he had a New Testament in his hand. And we're sitting on the couch watching television, and I said to my wife, "I'm not going to use the words."
1: Okay. They were all Spanish un- no, unintelligible no, no, words. No, they were
2: they were intelligible.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I'm I, I won't use that kind of language.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I I didn't want that guy to live. I, I, what I told Hilda was. Why didn't we blow his brains out while we had him? Right. right. Now, he comes he comes stateside, and that was on a Tuesday. On Thursday, I'm in a prayer meeting with some very high in, individuals, the president of, of Frito-Lay and the head of the Southern Baptist men's group. We're, we're in this prayer group, and, and one of these idiots, one of my mentors, says, we need to pray for Noriega, because he received a New Testament from another individual, Dr. Cliff Brennan. So went his New Testament, and he would asked that somebody would come and share the gospel with him. And I, I had to say to those guys, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before I can pray, I've got to repent. <laughs> repent of what, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> repent of what I had said. Okay. Well, that, that ended up that for the next 11 years, I ended up going into that prison and sharing the gospel with Noriega along with Cliff Brannon and Dr. Rudy Hernandez, leading him to the Lord, baptizing him at the federal courthouse in Miami, and knowing too much about President Bush. Yes. Okay. And I'll stop
1: right there because we're out of time. Well, you can start to see here, you know, Tony has a little intel. We're going to get that out of him on another visit because I wanted you to hear that. But here's here's what I'm going to say. First of all, if we tie back in, because we're kind of summarizing, you know, do I have my concerns about Q and about Anon? Absolutely. Um, is it possible? You know, I think about when Rockefeller founded the AMA, it was to really control the, the medical doctors. When he founded the American Cancer Society, it was again the same thing. So we have to remember that our enemy is is very crafty, right? And so this last year by the way the AMA mm-hmm. removed male and female from the birth certificates. Oh my goodness. So you start to see here, you know, how this control. But the point here is is that there is nothing wrong with hope. Hope is a beautiful thing, right? And more importantly, if the center of the heart of QAnon is being a patriot, that's something that, you know, we can we can connect to, especially all of us that are patriots, you know. And so I will say this, that one of my other problems is it seems like when I think about QAnon, I think of about a lot of only hope. I don't see them doing a lot because they really believe this underground, you know, government is going to come back and win the day at the last second, right? And so that is something where, you know, Boy Scout... <coughs> Theology says hope for the best but plan for the worst so where's the plan now when we did the uh, save generation tour we got to go to quite a few of the events we got to meet um some of the Flynn's. i didn't get to meet the general but i got to give them my send them on book and so on and so forth but she outlined she outlaid a really beautiful action plan and how they were really going to be working in these specific states not just to recruit voters but to stop Um, this corruption that's happening and so anyone listening to that uh, if you're a person of fairness Democrat or Republican um, you know I don't want somebody to cheat so that I win I've never wanted it I played tennis and let me tell you the ball is one quarter of an inch one way or the other and you could call it one way or the other you could easily win a lot more matches but that's where we have to have honor right and so when I listened to what they outlined, I was like, that was a great action plan. So the truth is there are patriots out there that have an action plan that most of us can say, hey, if we're fair-minded, if we want fairness right, as a mindset like the Bereans, then we would go, hey, we want fair elections and anyone could support that agenda. So we don't want to see, of course, the radicalization where we really are becoming polarized and we're dividing our country. But the real bottom line is, is that our Bible absolutely told us that we have an evil group of people that we're fighting, and that they could one day become wealthy international merchants. And they're going to try and found a government that will lead to this one world government the Bible says is our ultimate enemy that will be run by the Antichrist. That is what our Bible teaches. Our Bible teaches that there are sheep and that there are goats and that there's a spirit of the Antichrist that's always trying to come in the world. That's the truth, right? And if you don't understand that there's only one way things happen basically, either it accidentally or conspired. And once you understand that, you'll see that even the bloodlines that we talked about today, that's all in your Bible. The money, people in our society just say, just follow the what? The money, your Bible told you to follow the money. The one who borrows is the one who's the slave. This is an equation, and God doesn't want us in slavery. You see what I'm saying? So as we start to think through some of these things, you know, how much, you know, sinister, you know, one party versus another. There's sin is sin, and they've both got it. Let me tell you. And we need to be I agree calling them out on that. You know, if Trump made bad. Decisions, you know, during COVID, well, he should be called out on that in the same way that Biden should be called out for his. So we have to, again, at the end of the day, we're following Jesus. And when we follow Jesus, we're following the way, the truth, and the life. When we abandon truth, we've abandoned Jesus. And it doesn't mean we, we try and tell people the truth in the wrong way. <laughs> we tell them the truth in love but at the end of the day you know we start to see that while some of the stuff we can't fully verify we can see that a lot of this stuff holds up especially some of the narratives that they're trying to protect our children from we know there is a web of of human trafficking in the world and that this has absolutely crept into the wealthy and the famous we absolutely know that's the case just basic investigation we do know that in biblical times people sacrifice their children i can't consider that anything is outlandish when you see that maryland and california have bills to be able to kill a baby after it's born mm-hmm. if that isn't new york city too. full on is evil as it comes why who would want to do such a thing your bible tells you that evil people want to do that and if that doesn't disturb you, these are things that we can say. Hey, look, we're on the same page with you guys about this. So while I wouldn't say I'm a QAnon or an Anon or all these things, I definitely would say I'm a patriot. I'm a Christian. Amen. And I tie into these narratives, and this is the part you know that I can really agree on. So, yeah. so Beverly, so thanks so much for coming, and um, Thank you. Tony. We're gonna get to that other big story at the end. So (laughs) So God bless each one of you and um Alice, you wanna say a prayer for us?
0: Sure. All right, Lord, I just thank you for being here with us today, for allowing us to hear your message and all of this. And we just pray that more people we touch more people out there so that they are interested enough to find out who you are, Lord, and what you are to them. And we just ask this and watching over all of us in our families. We love you and we thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 God bless you all. Thank you to our loyal subscribers and listeners. We really appreciate you guys. And we want to let you know about SupernaturalJunkies.com. If you sign up for the newsletter there, you'll be the first to know about anything that's happening with us, any events we might be doing. And also, Kevin's book, The COVID Beast, is out now and available on Kindle. You can get that on our website and the Audible version, as well as the softcover book, should be out in a few weeks from now. Signing up for that newsletter will get to you in the loop to be the first to hear about it. We're also going to be coming out with SupernaturalJunkies.com gear with that cute cartoon logo. Because some of you have been asking about that, we're going to have it on mugs, T-shirts, and hoodies, as well as stickers and magnets. If you want in on that, like I said, sign up for that newsletter. Also, if you love our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could write us a review on any of the platforms you listen on or share this with anyone you think might be interested. I know we harp on it all the time, but that's because that review helps us get found. It helps boost us on the algorithm. And that's why we're always asking. So, because we don't have a lot of reviews right now, so that would mean the world to us. Once again, we appreciate you guys. So grateful for you. Thank you and have a blessed week.